with another episode of A Murder of Musicians. If you were wondering who produced that smooth-ass track that you just listened to, then I am about to give your brain a little orgasm, so to speak, from new music coming from Neville Lowe. Check out his link tree in this episode's bio. Go explore his social media pages. Send a message or a comment. If you don't know what to say, just tell him FX2 sent you or write a murder of musicians, something like that. But what we're trying to accomplish is whenever we feature an artist at the beginning of the podcast, we want as much engagement and interaction as possible from all of you out there because one day it'll be your turn to have your music up on the show and everyone is going to do the same thing that we do for all of our artists which is organically promote each other using social media's utilization tools that are at our disposal without paying a single cent. Now, any of you who know me personally know that I am 100% legit coming to you from my soul. And when I say that this is 100% free, it's 100% free for you to be permanently included in search engine results for anything that has to do with this program, this website, my other music blog, my other podcast that no one really knows about. Maybe one day I'll let you all in on what that one is. But the websites that are up there, the fresh list of musicians who are dropping albums is up there. People are coming to these sites and reading the blog and listening to the podcast in record numbers. So here I am with my finger up my ass because I'm not like everybody else who decided to charge 
$50 to play 15 seconds of your music track and then pretend to really enjoy it and talk it up and say how wonderful an artist you are when all the host ever heard was those 15 seconds probably never even knew how to pronounce the name of the artist until a few seconds before they're about to go on air and that's the reality of the music industry today especially this chaotic abyss of a streaming platform based styled way of finding music and being introduced to new artists it's almost impossible to find anyone who isn't financially backed by some major record label or has the notoriety of someone who already has established themselves in the music realm to reach out, extend that olive branch and take an emerging musician on the journey that they so rightfully deserve, which is being relevant in the music industry and being visible enough to be heard by anyone. That's what we're trying to do here. That's all we're asking of you is a little bit of time just to, you know, hit up these links for these artists that we include. Show them love because your time's going to come and your time will come. All you have to do is email me. It says it in the bio of every episode. It says it in the description of this episode. It gives you the email. Just do it. Or, if you don't believe me, talk to any one of the artists that have been featured on the intro to this podcast, right? Hit them up on their social media and ask them what it costs them to get featured permanently with our association. The answer, I'm telling you right now, is a resounding, repetitive zero. That's right. Fucking free. Everybody who is a musician and been down rabbit holes on the internet has been exposed to scam artists of musical promotion companies and services that promise, you know, blog integration or podcast airplay or website inclusion to boost your SEO search engine optimization results for the little fee of $50 for three seconds of airplay or whatever. Well, I must be the asshole in the entire group of that market because I'm not charging anything. Am I the first to do this? How the fuck do I know? But I'll tell you what, I'm going to be the best that does this. Because this is our time now. Social media and the online platform of obtaining music is at its last stand, so to speak, where streaming platforms have a handle on what you listen to and what you're going to listen to, right? Well, it's all computer 
a logarithms and equations that we can expose and infiltrate and use to our benefit. I know how to do it. So do the people that work here at FX2 Studios. We will do it for you and we will do it for free. Why? Because we're fucking insane and we have a bone to pick with a lot of people in the music industry. And that's God's honest truth. It's frustration with the people that have signed our paychecks for so many years. We're all involved some way, shape, or form with the monstrosity that is the music industry. Everyone here at FX2 Studios. We have all been basically prisoners to whatever the mainstream sound was supposed to be, whatever that flavor needed to be, because it was financially backed better than any other artist or emerging sound at that moment in time. So now what we want to do is create an even playing field where musicians of all shapes and sizes will get their time online and get their name, the recognizable brand that they have built, the visibility that is still needed. I don't care if you have 5,000 fans. Let's make it 500,000. The more fans and the more engaged of an audience you have, the better it is for the collective. Each one of our audiences will feed off of the other. It is inevitable. It takes a little time. But I am offering a money-back guarantee. So if your online presence doesn't, let's say double in 30 days, I'll give you every cent back that you invest with me. And since it's free, I don't have to give you anything back if it doesn't work. So what is the harm in trying, right? I could go on and on about the opportunities that we offer here, but no one wants to listen to that, especially if you're tuning in to find out about the evolution of hip-hop. We left off last time talking about Dr. Dre. How Dre got his start on the East Coast, not the West Coast, not straight out of Compton, but straight out of Garden City, Long Island. Strong Island for you natives. Strong Island, New York. That's where it all started. And if you think that New York wasn't the birthplace of hip-hop, then something is definitely screwed in incorrectly atop your neck. That means your brain needs to be re-evaluated. Your sanity needs to be questioned because everything started right here. And if it wasn't for Dr. Dre, and if it wasn't for Ed Lover, then we wouldn't have 
been so dead set with our definition of the origins by which hip-hop began and where exactly that was. Why I say that is because of the emergence of this experimental radio station from way back in the day. I think that it was the 1920s, maybe even earlier than that, when this radio station was broadcasting just weird shit. All right, we'll leave it at that. And then they tried their hand at different genres of music over the upcoming decades and were eventually incorporated by NBC. And quite frankly, their market in New York City was a tough one to break into or get the visibility that they needed in order to pay the bills. So they looked at the culture of New York and how it was gravitating away from the DJ block party type style of hip-hop, breakdancing, boombox, the 80s stuff that we talked about, and now Wu-Tang and, you know, Dre and, you know, Bust Rhymes and everybody is out there, Tribe Called Quest, and, you know, we got pioneers like Biggie and Tupac and, you know, Nas and Jay-Z and all these people who have redefined music and entertainment way back then in the 1990s has had such an impact that we're still talking about it 30 years later. And I have to point your attention back to Ed Lover. Ed Lover and Dr. Dre were the hosts of Yo! MTV Raps, which... Quite frankly, if you have a chance to YouTube them, YouTube them, I mean, they introduced a lot of hip-hop's great names and artists that took the stage in the 90s and after and made hip-hop and that rap genre more acceptable on a mainstream level. So thank you for that. And also thank you for taking the worst radio station in New York during the 90s and taking a huge, huge chance with hip hop and shying away from the dance music of the early 90s, going for the almost... I guess you would say, beginnings of gangster rap, you know, with Wu and with Biggie and with Tupac and playing that music as censored as it was with all of those bleeps that you millennials may not be familiar with. You know, every other word was a beep. It became humorous, but it was also frustrating as hell. It was also a way for you 
as a consumer to have a reason to go buy the album. Ever think about that? You want the explicit version of this song? Well, go to your local Sam Goody or wherever they sell records and CDs and buy the parental advisory explicit lyric logo branded version of this artist's album. Hot 97 is what I'm talking about. Specifically for me, it was, you know, the Friday nights with Funk Master Flex. So he had like a two-hour show every Friday night, and he would just spin. Like the hottest fucking tracks that you've ever heard, or the ones that you haven't heard yet that were breaking into the scene. And he'd mix them together And it was just one of the most beautiful compositions of musical mastery live on air that has ever been performed. And I mean that, Fung Flex, man, you really reinvented the game. You made 97.1 as hot as it made out to be. Anytime you call yourself hot, 97 as your radio handle you better be bringing some fire and that's what funk flex did i was a teenager who would rush home on friday night and hit the record button on my cassette player while funk flex spun and for that whole weekend the Saturday and Sunday until Monday morning when I went back to school, I would listen to that cassette over and over again. The intricate transitions that Funk Flex had, the way he mixed the old with the new. And that's what really made me a fan of music. It was right then and there I started to develop this urge to find more artists that were on the verge of stardom but not quite there i think that there's a special type of musical quality heard in artists right before they become mainstream that separates them from themselves later on and themselves previously it's a moment in time where The artist is completely naked, so to speak, and vulnerable and allows their music to propel their journey ahead. And that's what Funk Flex did. Funk Master Flex brought the attention to artists that were not as recognized. You know, Big Pun came out of there and and all of these other artists especially from new york you know that deservedly so needed to be on the minds and in the mouths of every american out there and through the morning show with dr dre and ed lover they did just that with the friday night funk flex section they did just that With Angie Martinez. What? Shout out to Angie. I've always, always loved your voice. And I've 
always been drawn to your programming. I had such a great adolescence with the advent of Hot 97 entering New York City's airwaves because I was there from the beginning. And I, I really have to say that if it wasn't for Funk Flex, Angie Martinez, Ed Lover, all the people involved in the beginning of Hot 97, you know who you are. Thank you. If it wasn't for you, there'd be no Murder of Musicians Collective right now. There'd be no opportunity for emerging, upcoming, aspiring artists to put tracks out for free. Come on. So, if you're with me and you have similar experiences where music has been a revelation, so to speak, in your life and transformational, then join the music collective that we have here. Throw the hashtag AMONPOD on the end of your post, your reel, your story, your tweet, whatever. Let's create a viral hashtag together and see what happens in a month or two we'll revisit it but that's the homework for tonight i'm glad that class got a little education so to speak on the first ever hip-hop and rap radio station to broadcast mainstream and dominate the airwaves of one of the biggest most sought-after audiences in the world, which is New York City. And Hot 97.1 did just that. And it shaped this little boy's future forever. I turned into the man you know as FX2, host of A Murder of Musicians. Thank you for joining us. And next episode, you are going to be really blown away until then remember the hashtag a m o m pod throw it on the end let's see where that little fucking thing goes and we'll try some new ways of getting your music out there remember to email me get in touch become a friend of the program join the website whatever whatever it's all free i'll talk to you later peace